WEEI Studios, 93.7, WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. This hour of the Rich Key Show is brought to you by FindMassMoney.org. It's fast, it's easy, it's free. Comical and knowledgeable Boston sports talker Dropping in hotter than a tropical climate Breaking news, he supplies it And you want the truth? Scoops Keith will find it He's talking about all the sports And he's also a hashtag dork And a father of two sweet daughters The leader of your squad For you evening marauders And night commuters Tune in and sit tight Six to ten, more like six to midnight. Ow, the mic's hot on the Night's Watch crew. Celtics, Bruins, Pats, and Red Sox, too. Doing this since the Rich Keith Project. Now he's got podcasts and Twitch stream content. KWFE on WEEI. It's the Rich Keith Show, so here's your guy. Welcome into a Tuesday night edition of the Rich Keith Show here on WEEI. Joining us for the uh, Full Tang program is Nick Fitzy Stevens. Fitzy, how are you, sir? Oh, it's the old Fitzy on a Monday, but <laughs> on a Tuesday, Richard, I got to tell you, these yes. WEEI personalities are ready to, yes. or dare I say, they are ready, verable, and willing to party. Oh, I hate it. I hate it right <laughs> out of the shoot. I hate it so much. But yeah, that's the new, that's the big update du jour. Yesterday, uh, Hart was in and we did four hours of Bill Belichick still being here, but we yep. we think gone, but again, it hasn't. Happened yet, and then now the update to the story today. Mike Vrabel, who obviously Robert Kraft has had his eye on, and uh, at least according corner reports, I got that good relationship and everything else. But Mike Vrabel mm-hmm. fired with two years left on his deal in Tennessee. I know a lot of the current and former Tennessee Titans players were blown away by the news. They all love Mike Vrabel, but uh, Tennessee's done with Vrabel, so let's just start right there. Fitzy, do you want Mike Vrabel as the head coach of the Patriots? I am not going to ordway this one, my guy. I'm going <laughs> to come straight out, shoot from the hip, just like I know old Vrabes would want me to. Yes. Yes, I do. Okay. I want somebody who is a member of the DGAF Coaching Guild. I want someone who's going to come in, take no nonsense, no names in the process, clean some ish up, run a tight-knit shop, Guy was coach of the year two years ago in the NFL, went to the playoffs four out of six years. I ask you this, Rich, if I told you the next coach over six years' time would go to playoffs four times, be coach of the year once, and make it to at least a AFC championship game, would you say, hey, all things considered, I'd sign up for that? Yeah, that's a win. I mean, if, if, you're, able, if you're able to do that, especially coming from a 4-13 and 13 team that had the worst offense in the league, the well, idea that, that the Patriots, yeah, yeah, the Patriots. Yeah, oh, okay. Uh, right, that's where the Patriots are at right now. So right. You, they're not going to be the team that goes to nine conference championships, or I'm sorry, nine Super Bowls and like a hundred conference championships in the span of twenty years. Like that's probably not going to happen. I'm a no on Vrabel, and it's only because I want the offensive guy. I like Vrabel. Like in a, if if this if the makeup of this team was different, I'd be more in favor of Mike Vrabel. I want the offensive guy because I assume you're going to be getting a rookie quarterback and you need to develop that guy. And either two things are going to happen. Either you're not going to be able to develop him because you got 
the defensive Mike Vrabel as the head coach, and if they, we'll get into this, but if they either keep Bill O'Brien or bring back Josh McDaniels, I think that player might be doomed. Or, mm-hmm. or if they do hit on the right offensive coordinator, they get the next genius that worked with Mike McDaniel or Kyle Shanahan or Sean McVay, mm-hmm. he's here for two years, and then he goes and leaves and gets a head coaching job, and then you're like, Brian, you're like Josh Allen and Brian Dayball being like, oh, I wish this guy was still here. Maybe I'd be a little bit better if he was still here. So, again, I'm, this isn't even a knock against Mike Vrabel. It's just what this team desperately needs, the way the league is going right now. I want the offensive guy more than any defensive guy. Oh, say, so you you would be into Vrabel, but you're not, like, hot on Vrabel. I, I'd be so concerned about, like, what the offense is going to look like, right? Okay. Because if you're just swapping out Belichick for Vrabel, I'm like, okay. the one thing I like is Vrabel – is the guy like he is a great personality to replace Belichick? That which, would be which is something this that's market important. needs. Yep, and that's important. Something, and don't forget, Rich, the the New England Patriots are not just like a football team that's owned by some dude who just came, randomly came across a couple billion dollars. Uh, it's not a uh, it's not like uh, a group like um, you know like Magic Johnson and what's his face, the guy that just Josh Harris. down in Washington, yeah. yeah. Like this is a fan. Like this is like the family corner store. This is the family business, and the crafts. I think in no way, shape, or form are gonna entrust basically what they have built or rebuilt from the ground up from 1993 to date. So for over just over 30 years, they're not just gonna let someone that they don't trust, don't have a relationship with, or don't think really respects what they've done. Mayo, they've known now since 2008. They obviously have a relationship with him because Kraft has been more than eager to let us know, press release it, trot him out and about at Celtics games, et cetera. Vrabel, when he came back this year and said, we got a game to win, I'll keep this short. It's not like this everywhere else. Appreciate it. We got the best fans that like, while still under contract and coaching the freaking Titans uh, yeah, yeah. and get, writes this love letter. To me, that was, hey, listen, if you guys ever decide to make a decision, uh, come calling, I'll give you everything. And I I do think, don't forget, this is a guy who famously said on a podcast he would cut his junk off to win a Super Bowl. That's that's commitment right there. That's, that's This guy's already won three as a player. I mean, you right. think he'd be like, I don't know, I'll keep my, keep my Johnson and go for it. You know, hope yeah, for the what, best. But. What's your, so what would you rather, Ben Johnson <laughs> or the guy who wants to lose a Johnson? 6-1-7. I'll take Ben Johnson. I want the offensive guy. I, I, just, I really want the offensive guy. I also, here, quick Keith Spiracy for you. I wonder if Love a good if this year Robert Kraft knew the way things were headed, certainly after last year, but then also as this year was playing out, and he told the the fellows over at Patriots.com, he's like, hey, let's rig this thing, make sure Mike Vrabel gets in. That way, he shows up to Foxborough. We sort of see what the fan reaction is to yep. him. I also get a chance to talk to him, rub elbows with him a little bit, tamper-free, because, hey, he's going into the Team Hall of Fame. I mean, Make sure he gets here. in. Hello, Michael. How are you? <laughs> and then so they those guys get talking a little bit in the in the whole thing. So I think if, if the season, the last two seasons really, played out a little bit differently, and you're like, ah, oh, Bill's kind of losing it. You need to move on. Vrabel would have been great. Vrabel would have been perfect. I think we probably even talked about it years ago, being like, oh, you know who would be ideal? And at that point, the Titans were still winning. So you're like, well, how would Vrabel get out of there? You know, they're 11 and 5, 12 and 5, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But now I just I look at how bad the offense was this year, and Mike Vrabel does nothing to fix that. He does nothing to change that for me. And these different rumors about, you know, Josh McDaniels may be coming back. Now, I don't know if that's only if Belichick's here or not, because it is another guy that Robert Kraft really, really likes. 
But if it's yeah. Josh McDaniels or Bill O'Brien, are you even better than you were this year? Like Bill Belichick, one thing Bill Belichick can do, like the defense is still pretty good. So here comes Mike Vrabel, and then what? You know, like I, I just I that's the only thing I don't like about this is I still have so many questions about the offense. Now, if he goes outside of the tree and the trust tree in the nest and you actually get like a new staff, I'm all for that. Okay. But what are what are the what's the likelihood of that, you think? All right, so here's a fun thing. Now yeah. his offensive coordinators in the time that he was HC of the TT, uh, they were Matt LaFleur. That guy's doing a pretty good job now in Green Bay. That's a good offense. He's yeah. a member of uh, he's a member of the young uh hot shot uh young coach tight pants. Yes society. it is. That's a and good I, group. I gotta tell you honestly, like I love watching the the Packers. I, I've written love letters to them on your show. I'll say it again. Good developing third-year quarterback in his first full year as a starter. Yeah. Excellent offensive system. Every tight end and wide receiver is either a rookie or a second-year guy. So they have speed mm-hmm. to deal with and burn for years to come. Uh, then you have Arthur Smith, the old son of FedEx, who goes down to Atlanta, flames out down there. And this past year or the last two years, it's been some dude named Tim Kelly, who they may as well as just Tim from the warehouse of Dunder Kelly. for all yeah. I know. I mean, they got a little boost out of uh, under Arthur Smith. They got a little bit of a tanisance. Tanisance. They got a little bit of a tanisance there. They also now I don't know if Arthur Smith would run the, a similar offense or if Mike Vrabel would be in favor of a similar offense because not every team in the league has a Derrick Henry. Not every team has like a Mac no, truck but you that know, can run for two thousand yards. He did just announce his farewell to the Tennessee Titans. Maybe he comes up and if Ezekiel, you know, we have a little ma- little Mondre. And, I would, uh, n- I would hate year? that. I would ha- absolutely hate that. Oh, well, you got to, you got to throw the mouth football, bro. <laughs> yeah, Come on, it's not, not going to work. It's, I don't want that. All right, I don't well, here's that. the one thing I did want to try it out for you. I learned this this afternoon on the platform. We'll call it Twix. It's part Twitter, Twix. part X. Sure. All, all terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Daniels from Mass Live trotted this little puppy out. Mm-hmm. V- apparently, Vrabel. And Adam Peters, who is the assistant general manager of the San Francisco 49ers, are buddies. They have a connection. They work together in the way back. What if, by chance... Oh. Now, Adam Peters, that's the guy that Hart has been hot on for a long time because maybe he wants to get out from underneath the wing of John Lynch and become his own GM. So, listen, now you're talking because I am of the the Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay coaching Uh tree. That's what I want to coach. But if you're talking about... That 49ers team that I think has 10 pro bowlers or whatever it is, and a guy's working there pulling that roster together, yes. Yes, I would I would take that. Yes, uh, as as would I, too. Like, the, the ability, the whole entire idea that you would be able to uh, potentially bring in somebody who helped build the best roster in the NFL by a country mile, and then he has working knowledge of yes. other offensive assistants who have gotten coffee for, run mimeographs for, just basically been around Kyle Shanahan, could bring in some progressive thought in a mm-hmm. different kind of offensive style. Like, if Rabel is your connection to the past and represents, like, the veneer of Belichickian toughness and dedication and no-nonsense and no-BS, but you contemporize the Patriots, Rich... In a lot of ways, that's yeah. a little best of both worlds. And I don't. I know we've talked before. We're not supposed to be double dippers, but that feels a little double dippish, and I'm not going to say no. Yeah, you got a little. Yeah, I like that because that's so important. There, there's so many more head coaching candidates, and it's easier to like have working knowledge of all these head coaching candidates. The GMs, you know, there's a few guys that you you know their names. I don't really want the retread guys like that have been here before. Even though some right. of them have had success elsewhere, but I kind of want to do stuff differently here. But that that one is more intriguing for sure a couple things i do like about vrabel i don't consider him and i never have in the belichick coaching tree i know a lot of people want to lump him in to me it's very simple you have to have coached under bill 
Vrabel never coached under right. Bill. So by that, you know, if you're saying, oh, anybody who played for Bill, well, then, you know, Cliff Kingsbury and Kevin O'Connell are in the Bill Belichick tree. Like, they're not. Like no, you, got, not. you got, they you, just were there like for like a year. They were there like, like even less than Vrabel, but still. So I don't count that. Therefore, like I think he has a better chance of having success, and it's not like just handing it off to a guy that only knows coaching Correct. through Bill Belichick. The other thing I like a lot about him is he was so pissed when John Robinson traded AJ Brown away that he essentially got Robinson fired, and it should have been a fireable offense. You don't trade AJ Brown. For a pick, like you, he's one of the best receivers in the Let's league. Let's save some money, and yes. then we'll try to find Traylon Burks. Like, dear Chicago no. Bears, in case you Don't think you can get, you can do that in the draft by resetting the your quarterback salary structure, dealing away fields, and taking Caleb Williams. Like, the be careful what you wish for. It is, yeah. it is very shaky ground. By the way, I just want to qualify um, this from um, Mark Daniels. Yeah, Adam Peters was a scout in New England when Vrabel was there, and oh. Peters could pair with Vrabel for another team. So I guess that's there. Got it. Connection. I mean, it, it, there's nothing definite, but that's just sort of one of those things. Like, do you think Vrabel is just gonna, yes, sir, yes, Mister Kraft, yes, Jonathan, or do you think he'll say like, okay, I, 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 I'm honored that you would trust me to come in and pick up where Bill left off and try to tweak things for you and make it and improve yeah. on it. But you got to let me do a few things myself because he is kind of a, a, I mean, he's a hothead and a hoss. Well, that's sure. also why it sounds like he's out of Tennessee because he was trying to turn into Belichick and trying to do things. His way. It also does seem like he and the Crafts have kind of buried the hatchet because you remember he was one of the first ones to make a comment about the whole new addition at Patriot Place and all yep. the stuff up there. And he was like, I don't know if we're getting a slice of that or whatever his yeah. exact yeah. quote was. was yeah. pretty good. Uh, we kind of helped build this as well. <laughs> How come we're not getting like good yeah. for him? Yeah, no. So I've, o- I've always liked Mike Vrabel. I just think this team is so desperate for an offensive fix. That is the only reason why I he's, he's not... My first choice, but Mike Vrabel is now available. What do you guys think out there? Do you want Vrabel in here? What is your ideal scenario now for the Patriots? 617-779-7937. Full program, Keith and Fitzy tonight. Right now, here is Stiz with What's Trending. Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI. Right now, trending on WEI and WEI.com. Some big news in the NFL, as it was reported earlier this afternoon, that Mike Vrabel has been terminated as head coach of the Tennessee Titans. Former Patriot Vrabel was named NFL's Coach of the Year in 2021. He led the Titans to four consecutive winning seasons after arriving in 2018. But the team has experienced back-to-back disappointing seasons, finishing multiple games under 500 both times. According to reports, Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick did meet yesterday to discuss the direction of the franchise and whether Belichick would be part of it moving forward. No decision has been publicly made at this time, and the expectation is that they are likely to meet at least once more. The Celtics got robbed last night, losing to the Pacers 131-133. to Jalen Brown had a season high of 40 points. Brown appeared to be hit in the head on a last-second shot, but after review, it was overturned to a no-call, leading the Pacers to the win. Jalen said today that the call, quote, didn't make any sense and should be investigated. Celtics back on the court tomorrow night at home when they'll host the Timberwolves tip-off at 7 p.m. from the TD Garden. Drew Holiday, Al Horford, and Kristaps Porzingis all questionable for tomorrow night's game. Bruins also lost a tough one last night, 4-3 to the Avalanche in a shootout in Colorado. Brad Marchand had two goals. Jeremy Swayman played well in the third period with 12 saves, but the Bees weren't able to seal the deal. The boys are back on the ice tonight, taking on the Arizona Coyotes. Puck drop from the Mullet Arena in Arizona at 9 p.m. 
And some college football news as number one Michigan beat number two Washington last night 34-13 to for their first national title in 26 years. This caps a tumultuous year for the Wolverines, which saw head coach Jim Harbaugh suspended twice for six of Michigan's 16 games. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Ritz Key Show coming right up. You can stream the show or listen on demand anytime. Just download the Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Say W-E-E-I's a favorite and listen wherever you go. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on W-E-E-I. Here we go, yo. Back here on the Rich Keep Show with Fitzy here on WEEI News of the Day. Mike Vrabel out as head coach of the Tennessee Titans, so he is available. Of course, as of right now, Fitzy, there is no head coaching vacancy with the New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. It's uh, business as usual. We learned yesterday there might be multiple meetings between Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft, but as of right now, he remains the head coach. You mentioned Mike Vrabel's time in Tennessee and uh, they made the playoffs three times uh, in six years. They had... I said four, my apologies. Yeah, no, that's fine. I mean, well, they had, they had a winning record four straight years. That's what it was. Okay. Uh, he, his first year there, they were 9-7, and seven, missed the playoffs. The second year, he was 9-7, and seven, went to the conference championship. And then 11-5, 12-5. And uh, then he was 7-10. and 10, And then this last year, he was 6-11. and 11. He started he had Marcus Mariota, Ryan Tannehill, and Will Levis were his quarterbacks. Mm. The one constant pretty much was Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, A.J. Brown was there until they traded him away. They went out and got DeAndre Hopkins this year, which was a guy that we all wanted and they and they didn't get. But the other report with him was that he had two years left on his deal. And uh, still the Titans said, you know what, we're making the move. Not going to try to trade him. I guess they also said it was kind of maybe too complicated or it was going to take too long to trade him. So, doesn't get fired on Black Monday like a couple of other coaches, but today he becomes the, uh, I guess, sixth, if you count the in-season guys, to be uh, to be let go. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins, 75 catches, 1,057 yards, seven touchdowns. Hmm. Who'd have thought he'd be good? Like, right? Like, good Lord. With and, and, that, and that's with Tannehill and Levis and a rotating cast of characters on the underperforming Titans offense as well. But Correct. I digress. Don't forget Malik Willis. Oh, and yep. of course, the legend of yep. Malik Willis. Yep. Yeah, I listened earlier today to a good portion of the interview on uh, Nashville radio with uh, Amy Adams Strunk, who is now the owner, took over for her dad, uh, yeah. the late great Bud Adams. He, of course, famously the one who double birded some fans in a stadium. He sure did. Ago. Also took the team out of Houston from Skrunk. being the Oilers. Skrunk. It's an interesting name. Is it Skrunk or Strunk? I don't know. Strunk? Did you say Strunk? Uh, like I just caught it, it caught my ear. It's not a name. It's not a strunk name. like strunk and white, like the guides to uh, the uh, the English style guides. Not scrunk, as in like uh, like use it in a, uh, a sentence, Fitzy. Like on Friday <laughs> nights when he gets out of work, Stiz likes to go get scrunk. That's what I'm saying. Like scrunk, it sounds like yeah, it's like you're like more buzzed really than anything else. But maybe you do something <laughs> that you regret. That kind buzzed of buzzed on something you probably shouldn't have ingested. Yes, yeah, something you shouldn't have. Like like a four loco buzz is getting that's scrunk. scrunk. It's scrunk. That's <laughs> we actually we have a little bit of uh, Titans owner Amy Adams scrunk on the <laughs> decision to uh, fire Mike Vrabel. Mike, it was a very difficult decision, and Mike was our head coach for six seasons. And he brought a lot of passion 
every day to work um, to players, to staff, to, to, to the organization. And I will always appreciate what Mike brought and wish the best for Mike and his family. Can you tell us the reason or reasons that you decided to make this change? The last two seasons have been very disappointing. And the, the fans felt it, I felt it. We made changes last year and I came to believe we needed to make a change to the coaching staff. So there you go. So he's out six seasons there and uh, ending on a on, like like most coaches. They don't go out on a high note, right? Like how many coaches Very few. get fired after a, uh, you know, 12 and five season? It's it's few and far between. So the last two years were the worst two years. There were some different kind of uh, roster moves made in there, different turmoil, different GMs. So there were. You know, how much power does Vrabel have? Does he agree, disagree with some of the moves that were made there? It's not a very talented roster. I think some of the same things you can say about Bill Belichick's team, even though he's the one with final say in all those decisions. Right. If you stack up the Titans roster and the Patriots roster, I don't know. There's not like a huge difference there. And it's no surprise that both missed the playoffs and, and you know, really weren't all that competitive or weren't, you know, they were they were eliminated long, uh, long ago. Yeah, I mean, look, the Titans had an aging quarterback that most thought was probably done a couple years ago, a stone that uh, Mike Vrabel and Arthur Smith were able to squeeze a little blood out of and when they made their improbable playoff runs. You know, they're dealing with, like, a rookie quarterback. Yeah. uh, Their defense, of course. I think, was it Harold Landry who went down for the season? He's, like, their best passer. He went down for the season. They traded once they knew they were kind of tanking or the season wasn't going the way they wanted it to. Uh, they traded away Kevin Bayard to Philadelphia. That's super worked out for Matt Patricia and the Eagles defense. Obviously, sarcasm intended. <laughs> what a mess. What a mess. Well, the team my, is just circling the drain. The NFL. Well, that's what you get yes. for hiring an offensive coordinator to be your defensive coordinator. That's It's true. I mean, the guy was he was working. Actually, it wasn't, turns out not that bad as an offensive coordinator. It wasn't no, rock bottom when he was. Maybe he missed his call. No, right. Maybe he's going to go right maybe back to that. Maybe was Mac Jones the whole time. But, yeah. yeah. Look, the Titans roster is similar. Obviously, Vrabel had his issues. John Robinson gets fired. They bring in the new guy. Now there's some butting of heads. Uh, I just, I, look, I, 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 I'm yeah. just stunned that they decided, like, oh, we want to get in on the candidate search now and not wait to trade Vrabel if that drags out for several weeks and it becomes a whole thing. I, that either makes me think, like, they, they either have someone else that they absolutely love or someone made a phone call to someone and was like, let Vrabel go and we'll make sure that somebody gets a nice vacation. Or Who is this? Hello? Well, uh, I mean, does Belichick have interest in the Tennessee job, you think? I feel like it's too... Straight it's, Swapsky? Well, yeah. I mean, in a way, right. Like, Would, would he want to go there? He does have a heart pointed out. I think his mom was from there and he does have a home in Franklin, Tennessee. But yeah, you can do a lot worse than Nashville. That's a nice, sure. that's a nice spot. Listen, if you love <clears throat> pedal taverns and bachelorette parties, country music and long neck <laughs> beers, baby, hot chicken, let's go. That's it. That's the place for you. All right, let's open it up to, to you. 617-779-7937. Is this Hillman? Hillman in uh, California uh, will lead things up. Hello, Hillman. Hey, how's it going, guys? It's going pretty great. How are you? Good, good. Um, I had more of an opinion on the draft. Go ahead. Um, yeah, fine. So I feel like, yeah, I feel like a lot of people are overlooking Jordan Travis. Um, I get that the guy's 23 years old, but he looks just as good as Caleb Williams and Drake May. He'll be ready to play right away. Um, they said he's good to go for the Shrine Bowl. So I just wanted to get you guys' opinion on him possibly getting <clears throat> Marvin Harrison 
uh, with our first pick and then taking Jordan Travis in the third or fourth. All right, so I'm all in on Marvin Harrison. That is the guy that I want. I would take Marvin Harrison for sure at three and then get a quarterback somewhere else. The quarterback I like is Bo Nix. He's bringing up Jordan Travis, the Florida State quarterback who's hurt. So, yeah, what do you think of that plan? Uh, So it's you and me, you and I, who shall die on the hill of get me a stud receiver, get me a tackle, and then take Bo Nix. Yes. Yes. Bo Uh, Nix is ready to play. He is Kirk Cousins. That goes to the gym. He is ready. He like this is he guy has started sixty two games in college. He's gonna be it's on display at the senior bowl. He could scoot. He could scoot a little bit. I and like he's that. an athlete yeah. on top of he's it all. But yeah, I athlete. I like that. Jordan Travis. Yeah, now, I don't know. He about will Jordan be fully Travis. recovered from the injury, Rich. Yeah. I guess. That's what that's what uh Hillman said. Hillman. I would say, but like with Jordan Travis, you're talking about what, like a sixth round pick? Like you don't have to worry about picking him early unless not, I'm unless I'm not reading the room correctly. I feel like he's a like a late late pick, or even the strategy we've talked about grabbing two quarterbacks. You could take Bo Nix and Jordan Travis for all I care. Yes, you Go ahead. could, yeah. and then you could just pair those two young gentlemen yep. with a veteran yep. and whoever is the new coach and build your room. Now, if you go high, I, I have always been a fan of what the then known as Washington Redskins did back in 2012. Yeah. RG3 in the top, Kirk Cousins in the fourth. And look who ended up uh, with the longer career and uh, bailing the team formerly known as the Redskins out time and again. Not, you like that. Not crazy. Not crazy. It's a very important position, and right now the Patriots don't have any. So if you want to fill the room up, you might need to draft some. Let's go to uh, Mark on the Cape. He joins us next. What's up, Mark? Hey, great show, fellas. Great Thank show. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so Bill Belichick, what do you think? 50-50 is going anywhere, right? I yeah. think it's more than 50. I, I think it's, you know, 99 he's gone. Graybell, I think Graybell would probably be a pretty good fit because everybody knows him. So here's my conspiracy theory. Mm. You're not going to hear anything until at least after the first or second round of the playoffs because who wants to win more than Kraft? Wait, what do you mean? Jerry Jones. Oh, gotcha. Oh, Bel- uh, Belichick to the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. No, I like that one. Yep. I like that one. Yeah, definitely. That way you can get some picks. And Jones would probably suck up his salary as well. Yeah, probably. I think he'd be desperate, and I think that's something yep. to keep an eye on. So this uh, coming weekend here, the Dallas Cowboys host the Green Bay Packers. The Cowboys have been nasty at home, and they won the division because of the absolute collapse by Matt Patricia and the Philadelphia Eagles. But if the Cowboys lose Sunday against the Packers, don't you think uh, they can, Mike McCarthy? Uh, uh, uh. Let me tell you, if he loses, if Mike McCarthy loses his reunion game when he's got an absolute wagon of a team at home this yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he loses the reunion game to Gotta go. the Packers, Gotta oh, go. he's out. He's abs- absolutely out. And this game, by the way, Patriots fans, every football fan should be glued to the television. Three, At least three out of the six games on Super Wild Card Weekend yeah. are off the charts good. Oh, it's great games. Yeah, we and, and we have uh, more the rest of the week to talk about it. But yep. another one is... Uh, that's it. the the game before Cowboys Packers is Bills Steelers. I'll be napping if Sean McDermott somehow finds a way to lose that one. Oh, now I, on. I find don't it think very Belichick unlikely. to the Bills could be. Why not? Don't you the think they get rid of McDermott? Billicheks, come on. The Billicheks. See, you already have the shirt printed and ready to rock. Oh, I'm. Gonna, I, you think I'm not going to make money off wherever he goes? Those are two obvious ones to me because they are great teams. Sean McDermott, Mike McCarthy leaves something to the imagination, something to be desired. Like they're not Josh great head Allen coaches. And Belichick come together. So and I'm saying, like, I always knew it was you. And then you got Matt Milano. You don't think he's going to love Matt Milano oh coaching him? You know, crazy love Matt those Milano. guys. But you, but you heard all the the latest rumors. Uh, Josina Anderson was one 
who got this wagon rolling and now you got all these other guys uh parroting it and riding and yes anding it that the Atlanta Falcons are going to go full court press. Hey, what is possible. that about? Why the I Atlanta think Arthur, Falcons? Arthur Blank is tired yeah. of owning Home Depot and a mediocre football team. Yeah. Feels like he left money on the table. And how poetic. He, I always love when there's a good storyline or a narrative. How poetic would it be if Bill Belichick goes to the Atlanta Falcons? Should he be? And wins the Super Bowl. Did, and get, like, there you go. For 28 to 3, he makes up for it. How would that be? I No, I kind of get why the Falcons might want him. I have no idea why Bill would want to go to the Atlanta Falcons. They already, they've already they got receivers. They've got running backs. They've got – he could, uh, maybe, You need the quarterback. Shouldn't Bill know that over the last four years? Unfinished business with John U. Smith, bro. Oh, that's true. Finally reunited with John U. Smith. No, you need the quarterback. Bill had to be, uh, I don't know, probably uh, alerted to that watching Cam Newton, Mac Jones, and Bailey Zappi fiddle bleep around out there for the last four years. I think he knows they need a quarterback. I don't think Desmond Ritter is going to get the job done down there. So oh, yeah, not, not Taylor you, Heineke fan? I, I like Heineke here and there. I like him for a spot start. I don't need Heineke for 17 games. Yeah, don't don't need that. No, and it's not like they have the, the pick, and it's not like there's something like last year they – they, for some reason, bowed out early of the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes. Their loss. Did you hear Arthur Blank was asked about it? Like, do, do you think say? it was a, like, do you think it was a mistake to not uh, try to get Lamar Jackson? He's like, no, I don't. I don't. That's oh, yeah. I don't really know what he's going to say in that spot. They have the eighth pick. Does Atlanta, the Tennessee Titans, which again open spot now with variable gone. They have the seventh pick. The Chargers. Another open spot, another possible Belichick landing spot. They have the fifth pick. The Commanders, another opening. They have the second pick. So, uh, and then obviously the Patriots have the third. So, if you're looking at new coaches stepping right in and trying to get paired up with a quarterback or some other superstar player right away, there's a bunch of them in the top ten that all looking for uh, for new uh, coaches. You do have to think that Belichick would go someplace where there's an already established, tested veteran quarterback, not someone he has to basically teach not only the pro game of football, but just how to survive in the NFL. Definitely. Too. He just tried to do that and broke a guy. Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, Justin Herbert, yep. three potential places. I know the Bills and Cowboys, we've got to see what happens this weekend. But uh, I think because those teams, especially Jerry Jones, but even the Bills, like the Bills have been knocking on the door now for a little while. And then it's like, right, what are you going to do here? You're going you're gonna to actually kick the door down, especially in a year where Joe Burrow's hurt and mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs don't look right. Like you need to kind of emerge this year. This is the, this was tailor made for a Bills season, and mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be them. Uh, let's go to Kurt in Tampa. What's going on, Kurt? Hey, how's it going? Doing great, hey, buddy. Um, you guys mentioned Kirk Cousins earlier. Um, I'm honestly thinking that he, Kirk Cousins, we should go after him if we're going to bring in a guy like Rabel. The reason why uh, a lot of these like rookie QBs, I don't know if you noticed, they're usually not ready. Um, oh yeah to go like guys like Zach Wilson. I think that's what happened with Mac Jones too. I think he just, he wasn't ready to lead men. Um, well, I mean, but, you know, I but, like, but what, what's, what are you doing though with Kirk cousins would be my question. Like, what are you hoping for? Like a 500 season and then you turn it over. Like I, I would just let the young guy have it knowing that it's going to be, you know, I'm not expecting them to win the Super Bowl next year, but you see what CJ Stroud's doing in Houston. You see what some of these other rookies have done in their first year. Like I, I would rather see that happen. Yeah, I mean, and then but then you have the other side of it. You know, you have the guys like Zach Wilson and Mac Jones, and then you have well, Mac Jones is um, actually better as a rookie. Kid. Mac Jones had his best season when it, when he was thrown right in. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, my point, Curtin, is 
this isn't a team based on the current roster that Kirk Cousins jumps in here and like to what end? Like who would yeah, who would succeed right now with the current group that they have? If you are you know, there are some there are other rosters and you know, Tom Brady went to the Bucks a few years ago and that was perfect. That was a team that needed a quarterback and all even they if, needed. that's all they needed. And even if you're talking about a, a two, three year window, that's why Aaron Rodgers went to the Jets. That's mm-hmm. why, you know, when Stafford got traded to the Rams, mm-hmm. like Kirk Cousins, I think is going to be a little bit more choosy. I don't think he's going to want to go to a team like the Patriots or the Titans or somebody like that. Okay, uh, we've batted it around a little bit. You can't. I, I don't. I don't think it's a good idea to throw your rookie quarterback to the Wolves when you're going to have to rebuild the entire or uh, the the majority of your offensive line. You don't have really have no tackles signed on the books next year. So to put, let's say, whether it was Jaden Daniels, Drake May, Bo Nix, Jordan Trap, whoever, is it is it is it good business to put them behind? an offensive line that basically is going to be in transition flux and was the main reason, I think the main reason why, if you had to pick something atop the pecking order of the dysfunction this year, that's what damned this team right from Jump Street, at least offensively speaking. I just think if you're picking third overall, and if they don't go the Marvin Harrison route, like that you and I are, are advocating for, if they, say they go the quarterback, I think that mm-hmm. guy has to start. I think he has to start. There's been a, a long line of guys that have had a, a ton of success right away. I mean, you go back to... Like, Roethlisberger was one of those guys that kind of kicked that door down. You're like, all right, he's good right away. Like, Russell Wilson, Cam Newton, Kyler Murray, like, uh, crazy rookie years. Even my guy Baker Mayfield, his best year was probably his rookie year. So I would throw that guy in there, especially if he's paired up with, in my perfect scenario, like this young gun offensive mind. Like, I don't don't waste time. Throw the guy right in there. You're going to take your lumps. That's fine. But then be better, be all the better for it in 2025. And do you believe that if Mike Vrabel, so Mike Vrabel now obviously looking for a job or just freshly unemployed as of today, you don't believe there's any scenario, just for fun, playing radio, you don't believe there's any scenario in which, you know, um, like he were to come to the Patriots and like hang out, you know, like basically he's being paid the next two years, put it that way. And the Crafts, the Patriots, et cetera, they have loved getting a hold of somebody recently dismissed who's being paid elsewhere McDaniels has done it. Patricia has done it. They did it with Joe Judge. Oh, you're not. Uh, uh, oh, you're looking for a job. Whatever. Why don't you come in here, and perform a service for us, and then maybe you'll get a, a little bump, a boost, an elevation, or a promotion one day. You think he goes straight right back to the HC ranks? Oh yeah, definitely. Like all those other guys were just failures to the point where they needed to go somewhere and like get shined up again because they were just they were taught like oh, nobody Pat's cologne nobody Pat's would hire rehab. that's the difference like patricia judge and mcdaniels wouldn't get hired by any other organization than the patriots and bill belichick whereas right. Vrabel could get another job right now he could even go he could get a head coaching job in college immediately if you go to ohio state if you wanted he could go uh i bet some of these openings right now they'd, they'd be thrilled at, at Vrabel. if he anything go to michigan if harbaugh leaves he could not he Vrabel wouldn't go to michigan no su guy um if anything belichick should be Vrabel's defensive coordinator that's what it should be he's rabel has been better you imagine i'm gonna go out for, the way i came in dc and i know we gotta go and i know we gotta go to break yeah. but like and but what for gerard mayo and all this like the guy probably Good thought a day question. or two ago like yeah my time, it's coming. Here it is. Wait, Vrabel? What? Son of a... Well, that's the other thing, and we're going to get into this throughout the night. If it's uh, between Vrabel and Mayo, who would you rather have? And if you bring in Vrabel, do you end up losing Mayo? So there's a lot of 
different angles to this. You can join us throughout the night, 617-779-7937. Go back to your calls, and we'll uh, mix in a quick bet du jour coming up next here on WEEI. You can watch the show anytime via our live stream on Twitch. Just go to twitch.tv slash Boston WEEI and check out WEEI on YouTube for our video on demand content updated daily. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. Back here on the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy, W-E-E-I, taking up till 10 o'clock tonight. Trent Brown had some things to say, Fitzy. We'll get to uh, what Big Trent had to say. He had an uh, interview with Nesson. A lot of good good quotes in there. That was a very expansive interview. Like when I kept scrolling. I was like, holy Randall, smokes. He was ready to just, he looked yeah. like he, it's rather, excuse me, it read or sounded like he was looking for a platform to plead his case and finally unload after the season. We and should have invited him on the show. That's our fault. He could have he could have joined us at six and kept talking all the way till ten. I was gonna say it wouldn't have just been like a Trent <laughs> Trent Brown power hour. Like he would have filled all four hours. I didn't know he was so I mean interested in getting his side of the story out there. Yeah, he's been on Pardon My Take before, and it wasn't like he was like a one word clip. Like he wasn't yeah, yeah. just like like he he had pl- plenty to offer as well. I. After reading, the, I know we'll get into it later. We yeah. got the bet Dujer coming up yeah, here yeah, in a sure second, do. but like I read it, and you know, I think half of it was spin, cover up, and BS, and half of it sounded pretty solid. Like yeah, bought some like some of the things he said about the way that they built the offensive line and the way they went about their business and kind of cheaped out on things recently rubbed a lot of the guys, veterans like himself. The wrong way. Well, sometimes I think it's one of those things where you're like, you might not like the messenger, but like the message is sound. There we are. Right? Like you you spun that. Because, I mean, Trent Brown was the guy this year that was doing interviews saying that he's the best player on offense and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, he's saying he's late. He's like, I'm not late. But if I was late, I was just in the can. And you're like, what is this guy? Like, he's making a lot of excuses, but then there's also a lot of truth in what he's saying. But yeah, we'll get into that coming up here in a moment. Let's grab a couple calls and then we'll try to uh, win some bets here. Let's go to uh, Joe up in Maine. What's going on, Joe? Hey, what's going on guys? Hey, Hey, uh, I just want to talk about, uh, you know, the possible draft. I know Vrabel's been, or Vrabel has been thrown around a lot for the head coaching. If Belichick's gone. Mm -hmm. Um, and I agree that Harrison should be taken definitely with their first pick. Um, but what do you think if Harbaugh ended up coming from Michigan about taking McCarthy in the draft and pairing him back with Harbaugh since he's been coaching him for a few years? I don't like McCarthy at all, but it's a good question. You know, okay. if you want to pair those guys up, if you bring in Harbaugh, I'm not opposed to Harbaugh at all, right? Offensive guy, I'll say, I'll would take Jim Harbaugh. Work, it, would he work someplace where he basically has to do a hard reboot the way that the Patriots, we believe, I'm not saying, like, tear everything that Belichick built down and start fresh with Harbaugh. But, I mean, like, there's a lot of work to do I for whoever he, comes in next. I think he could. Now, I know it's apples to oranges, but, you know, when he took over Stanford, like, how good was Stanford? You know, when he, you know, even try to think back to when he took over the 49ers and even Michigan. Like, Michigan was desperate. As good as they've been, they've had some lean years, and then so they needed him, and he turned them around. So I think he could do it. I think he – I would bet – on the next year's record being the best with Harbaugh compared to all these other guys. But really? I also don't. Yeah, I think he could turn it around. But, I mean, how good are you? Are you a contender? Probably not. I mean, the roster's so far away. And then my guess is he's only here for four or five years. And then, 
either something else pops up or he retires or who knows. I mean, he's 60, so, like, well, who yeah. knows? Yeah, uh, though he looks like he could still basically play at this point. Seriously. Milk does a body good. Uh, for anyone out there who would be interested in Jim Harbaugh, I would give a yes and mostly just because, like, hey, let's get back to our winning ways. <clears throat> yeah. You know what I mean? Do you like uh, old cheaty Harbaugh? <laughs> it's yeah, fine. Hey, get listen, back to it, baby. Let's go. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. And if uh, if you haven't learned that by now, I don't know what to tell you. Do you it, like J.J. Look, McCarthy? Cause I, I do. Oh, I actually do. just okay. wanted to bring up McCarthy because I, I do, but J.J. McCarthy to me, is a two or three year bench project, a la a Jordan Love. Like mm. physical, can jump out of the building, super fast. He's tough, makes some good reads, but obviously is still a very raw product. And for God's sakes, look, he had an NFL caliber defense, two running backs that are going to become third down backs or ultimately feature backs one day, decent receivers, an a ho- an hogs on the offensive line. Oh like, yeah, that was a stacked pro caliber team that Harbaugh built, a fifteen and zero wagon of Michigan. To me. It makes the most sense if Jim Harbaugh does jump to the NFL this year, no matter who his quarterback is, be him, be free agent, established veteran, rookie, whatever, grab McCarthy later, stash him because you know Harbaugh likes him, and it would be a, you know, a developmental alternative. Well, you would know for sure, right, if he's on the clock and you have Harbaugh and Harbaugh doesn't take him because Harbaugh knows everything there is to know about this he, guy. I mean, he was just p- pumping his tires last week, the best college quarterback ever at Michigan. Right, but then when it's on the line, like, all right, now you're going to try to win with him in the NFL? Because I, I remember when Pete Carroll left Southern Cal and went to Seattle, Taylor Mays, the safety, was flying up draft boards. He ran some insane forty time. He was the strongest Wasn't he like safety. Carved from stone. Carved too? from stone. He ran like a four two or something stupid. But then it was like, oh, that wasn't the official time, and it ended up going up. But whatever. He had right. like the greatest combine of all time. They were on the clock in the first round. Seattle Seahawks take Earl Thomas, safety out of Texas. <laughs> And I was like, boom, right there, like Pete Carroll. And I'm sure he praised him, too, because he was his guy. But then when it's time to, like, draft your NFL team, he's like, no, I'm taking this guy. And he was right. Earl Thomas was a significantly better player than Taylor May. So whether Harbaugh goes to New England or anywhere, I'd be fascinated to see what happens that day when they're on the clock, probably going to a team that needs a quarterback unless he goes to the Chargers, which they wouldn't take McCarthy. But anyway, it'd be interesting. All right, real quick, bet du jour time. Uh, A lot of hoops and hockey tonight. Fitzy, what do you got? Uh, two of my favorites. You know me. I'm always good at hoops and hockey. <laughs> There's no one better. And I can't lose on the Patriots anymore, so i got to find a new place to piss mm-hmm. away my money. Okay, Tonight, good. I'm going to tell you, I never bet unders because I hate rooting for people not to score. But with Cade Cunningham out tonight uh, in Detroit for the Pistons, I'll take under 240 points, which is a pretty high over, uh, in Kings at Pistons tonight right. in Detroit. Okay, very good. I'm going to go with... A guy who was uh, hyped up, but he was the uh, he ended up being the third pick in this year's NBA draft. That'd be Scoot Henderson and the Portland Trailblazers. They're in New York, so he's making his Madison Square Garden debut. Ooh. Over under of twelve and a half points. That's right around his uh, season average thus far. I will take the over. Sometimes these guys, you know, they get to the the mecca of basketball. Mm-hmm. I can see Scoot Henderson going over that twelve and a half. Stiz. I'll go hockey. Bruins uh, in Arizona tonight taking on the Coyotes. I will take an anytime Pavel Zaka goal plus 250. Zaka goal. I came from Good out of juice. left field. Yep. Good juice there. Nice. Our one hour down, three hours to go. Plenty on uh, Mike Vrabel out in Tennessee. Could he become the next head coach of the New England Patriots, who still currently employ Bill Belichick? And also Trent Brown had a lot to say, so we'll get into that coming up next year on the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy here on WEEI.